to episode 51 of Hashtag No Filter. Today's episode is an interview with Sarah Kugelman, who is the founder of the skincare brand that you probably most of you know of called Skin Iceland. Now, I wasn't super familiar with the brand until more recently, but when I posted about it on my Instagram, a lot of you responded saying it's your favorite brand. So I was so excited to be introduced to it. And I've already used a ton of the products and they're incredible. And I just love Sarah's story because the reason that Skin Iceland came to be is because Sarah was so stressed in her life and the stress and the and what she was going through kind of internally ended up showing itself on her skin with cystic acne. And I believe she said eczema and all these sorts of different, all, all sorts of different things. And it all was due to stress, a hundred percent due to stress. And so she created a brand to help combat that. And now they offer skin. Iceland offers these skincare solutions. They call them to treat the damage that's caused by stress. And it's truly, I just love her story. I love her mindset. I love how she, um, you know, I I love how she operates. And I just think it was just a really great conversation. So keep on listening and you'll hear from Sarah Kugelman from Skin Iceland on episode 51 of Hashtag No Filter. Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for being here. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, of course. And we were just saying that Sarah and I were supposed to be doing this in person today, but things happened and we couldn't, but we're actually thrilled that we're doing it over Skype because it's pouring rain outside. So it's all good. <laughs> yes. Okay. So before we get into, you know, all the questions and all that, can you give everyone a little background about who you are, a little synopsis of your story and um, how Skin Iceland came to be and, you know, kind of in a nutshell. Sure. Yeah. Um, I was working in the beauty industry and I actually had another company um, prior to this um, called Gloss.com. And basically, um, I was really stressed out. I was working crazy hours and flying all over the country and eating all the wrong things and not sleeping enough. And I really had sort of a stress breakdown. And Um, everything that was going on internally with my health was showing on my skin. Mm. And so I became very interested in the whole connection between stress and skin. I left my job and I spent a year and a half studying this with a team of doctors and experts and found not surprisingly that there's a very distinct connection between what's going on in our mind and our body. And, um, and I became, you know, very interested in wellness and doing yoga and eating organically and all these things to help with my stress. And, um, in working with these experts and finding out the whole connection with skin, I realized it was a holistic solution. And that's when I just started to, I decided to start Skin Iceland to address the effects of stress on the skin. We, I coined five symptoms of stress skin, um, aging, acne, irritation, dullness, and dehydration, and really also use, um, my skincare line as a tool um, to have that dialogue with women everywhere who are dealing with stress and looking for solutions. Wow. That's amazing. It's funny. I actually had someone on my podcast. She's a, she's a life coach, but her whole thing is, and it all happened because of a stressful time in her life. Her whole thing was that she wants people to like learn how to live without stress. And we were talking about how stress can really do so much damage to your body. Like you're everything. And it's, it's crazy. So what did you notice on your skin? Like, was it breakouts? Like what was happening? Um, I mean, basically, um, I noticed like terrible, I had like cystic acne. Um, my skin was, you know, not acting the way it normally does. It was out of balance. Like it was very dry in some places and oily in other places. 
but it was irrit really irritated too. I had um, like patches of eczema. I mean, it was really just a hot mess. <laughs> wow. Wow. And so all the, and it like a hundred percent, you would say was due to stress. Oh, a hundred percent. And you know, I think what I, my tendency, which is what a lot of women do that I really advise against is that, you know, you're so concerned about your skin and it's the first thing people see about you that you have this panic where you want to just use a whole bunch of products to try to make it better. Right. And it's the worst thing you can do for your skin. So I just kept using, you know, one product after another, after another, and not only were they not helping, but they were making my skin progressively worse. Oh my gosh. So what I generally, you know, tell my, you know, clients and friends, is, you know, when your skin is acting out like that and irritable and depleted, what you need to do is just stop everything that you're using and you need to start with one product um, and come up with a regimen, like a, a regimen of two or three products of very simple and basically detox your skin and get it back in balance. Right. So what's the, um, and I know I've done my research, but for those who aren't familiar with the brand, what, what, Iceland, like where, what's all that about? Like where is, you were in Iceland, like what, where does that come in? So, yes. So the Iceland connection, I'm glad you asked because I forgot to mention yeah. that. It's such an important part <laughs> of our brand. Um, but, you know, as part of my wellness journey, I was really interested in places that sort of epitomize wellness. And so I decided to go to Iceland on vacation with my sister around the time that I was starting to work on and develop Skin Iceland. Mm -hmm. And um, what I found there was everything I imagined, this incredibly clean, pure, beautiful environment with all of these incredible natural ingredients. And hmm. I decided that I wanted to source the key ingredients for Iceland and cre create a proprietary complex for the products from what I found in Iceland. And so I ended up sourcing, sourcing the glacial waters from Iceland and combining it with various marine elements and botanicals into a complex that mm -hmm. really targets the effects of stress, the depletion, the yeah. impaired barrier yeah. function, the dryness, um, you know, the inflammation. And basically this combination of ingredients really um, has done an amazing job of turning skin around and resetting it, you know, like kind of pushing the restart button. Right. So that's really, you know, the Iceland connection. And, you know, in Iceland, what's really, really special about it is um, – you know, it's a very short growing season. And so the ingredients there are hyper potent. Right. Um, and that combined with the volcanic earth, um, you know, really makes the potency of the ingredients that grow there. And also um, the chemistry of the water is really, really special. And right. so the ingredients are not like ingredients that you would find anywhere else in the world. And, um, and it's really what sets our products apart and makes them so high performance yet clean and natural. Right. Incredible. Cause you guys were so sweet and sent me a package of goodies. And I, what I, I mean, I love everything I've tried, but I love the cooling feeling of, I think is, is it the AM cooling gel or I, I don't know the exact name, but it feels so good on my skin. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's definitely one of the things that is, you know, like a really unique treat in our products, but I think you're might be talking about the antidote, which is our daily lotion. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's it. Yes. So that lotion actually has a cooling sensation on the skin for 20 to 30 minutes. So it's, like, it's, it's amazing. Really, yeah. It's like super refreshing and great on a hot humid day like today. Yes. Um, but it actually has like a real therapeutic value to it, which is that it works with the 
circulation in the skin to really reduce redness and irritation as well as acne. Oh, it's amazing. Everything I've tried. I also used, I, I, I don't obviously know the names of each, the name of each product, but it said something that I put on my neck. It was like a neck mask, maybe oh, yes. our neck gels. Yes. They're called, um, hydroforming neck. Oh neck my gel. God. Everything I've tried. I'm telling, I'm serious. I love, love, love it. And it's so funny because I wasn't super familiar with the brand, you know, before, but then when I start, I posted on Instagram, I got a ton of responses being like, Oh my God, it's my favorite brand. I'm like, Oh, good. So how long has skin Iceland? What, what, you might've already said this actually, when did it, when did you first start? Um, actually I didn't say, but I started the line 15 years ago. 15, wow. Um, so I can't believe um, oh my it's, it's gosh. been that long. Um, it's just gone by so quickly, but wow. um, I started the line in 2005 and, um, you know, they, they sort of say in the world of entrepreneurship, it takes 10 years to be an overnight success. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> definite proof of that. Yeah. I didn't realize 15 years. That's amazing. So, I mean, it's obviously there are a ton of skincare brands and skincare lines out there and you guys are doing something different. I mean, with everything you just explained about Iceland and the water and everything, is that really how is what, that's what you said? Like, that's how you guys stand apart. Cause you are the brand known for that. Like, is that yeah. what you would say? That's we are, yeah, we are definitely, we are the only brand out there that is fully committed to addressing the effects of stress on skin. Yeah. And you know, there are other brands that maybe have a product right. or like have a marketing tagline. Um, but we're really the only ones that were created to address those symptoms. And we really have specific technologies and ingredients in the products that um, right. you know, really direct to those problems versus just, you know, like also being for aging or acne, you know, they really specifically deal with what's going on chemically in the body. Exactly. Exactly. So what would you say over the last, I mean, 15 years, that's a while. What would you say though has been, and maybe it's changed your favorite part about running this business? If you could pick one. <laughs> it's so hard to say, but I mean, you know, for me, it always comes back to the product. Yeah. Um, I'm a complete product junkie and it's really the product that, um, oh, sorry for the thunder. Oh, no, it's fine. It's crazy. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, but it's really the product and, um, the formulas that really, get me excited and keep me just driven and passionate every single day. It's like creating something that's not in the market that right. people are going to love that's going to really make them feel good is my favorite part. Yeah. And then, you know, in terms of the, I have a lot of, a lot of the listeners that I have are, you know, trying to start their own businesses. There are a lot of entrepreneurs. What advice would you, or let's first say what's been the most challenging part. And then maybe that'll lead into the advice part, the most challenging part about, about starting a business. And I know it's been 15 years now, but like you said, it takes 10 years to be an overnight <laughs> success. I mean, it, you know, it always comes back to the financing yeah. of the business. You know, are you going to self-finance? Are you going to take financing from an outside source? You know, what's the balance between taking money and, um, you know, the, the distribution of equity? Right. And so I think those are the, the toughest issues yeah. that entrepreneurs deal with. And I think most entrepreneurs start their business, especially, you know, in beauty, because they have a passion for right. the creative. Um, and then you're thrown into, you know, a situation where you're dealing with very complicated financials and deal structuring. And so I think that for me, that has really been the biggest challenge. challenge. And what, so what advice, maybe it's along those lines, would you give to someone starting a business is, you know, of course, financial, I mean, that's, that's yeah. obviously a tough part, but what advice would you say to someone who's just like just now looking to start something? I would say definitely raise money mm -hmm. um, so that you give yourself a fair chance to compete in the marketplace, mm -hmm. but make sure you really, really vet 
your investor partners, make sure they're smart, they mm-hmm. understand the business, they appreciate and value the expertise you bring to the business, and they're going to be a good partner through good as well as bad times. Okay, that's great advice. Awesome. Okay, great. Now, in terms of social media in your business, you have a great following. Skin Iceland has a great following on um, on Instagram. How how has social media worked with your business? Because you've been around now fifteen years, and really, you were kind. That's kind of cool, actually, because you started a company before social media really took off. True. So yep, you didn't have Instagram, right? Yeah, so we kind of had to learn with the market. And, you know, I think as a business owner, you have to be extremely flexible and open-minded because the market is changing rapidly all the time. And if you're not open to that change and changing with it, you're definitely going to get left behind. And so, you know, social media was definitely a good example of that where um, overnight almost the complete um, landscape of, press and editorial um, changed and became all about social media and influencers. So we quickly had to just morph and, you know, learn how to capitalize on that new way of doing business. Right. Which I so need because so many businesses that start now and even, even me, like, I mean, I've had my, you know, my blog and my website for like eight years, but my podcast is about a year and a half old. And I mean, Instagram, everything was already a thing when, you know, when that started. So to be there kind of from the beginning, that's pretty cool. So have you noticed, um, you know, with, you know, social media, I feel like there's like pros and cons, of course, we all know that. And there's so much talk about, you know, they might hide the likes on Instagram and all these things, good and bad. How do you, you feel it's been positive for your, for your business? It seems because you have a great following. It seems like your followers are really engaged. Have you, has that been great for you? Yeah. I mean, the best thing about Instagram for us is that as a smaller brand, we have, we can have as loud a voice as we want and we can really get a share of voice or attention like a much bigger brand. So given the right um, content and the right voice, if you click with your audience, it really gives you the power to be a brand that's, that's far bigger than you are. Yeah, absolutely. And have you, have influencers played a big role in, in your growth? Have you worked a lot with influencers? I mean, influencer marketing, we know is like such a thing right now. (laughs) Yes. Such a thing. And you know, we have been, you know, there's, there's been definitely a group of influencers that have been incredibly supportive of us and helped us along the way. But because we're small, we don't have big budgets. It's really hard for us to compete against the big brands who are, you know, taking influencers to Hawaii. Um, So we've had to be, you know, smart and resourceful. And um, it's really been our strategy to partner with makeup artists. Yeah. And, um, you know, my feeling is that makeup artists are influencers as well. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them have very large followings, um, but they are real experts in the field of skin. And, you know, they're prepping skin and they are working with skin every single day. And if they use a product that they love that works for them, they are going to be as loyal as it gets and they are going to talk about it and be the best ambassador you can have. Absolutely. And that's so, kind of, yeah. And yeah. so you have authentic, you know, you've partnered with people that are authentically using your product and loving exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, it's, it's a relationship that we foster and nurture, but we don't pay for Right. Um, and so these are makeup artists that we, you know, we train and we give them product and they use it because they love it and because they feel like the products work. And it's a very 
genuine and authentic relationship. I, you know, I, I myself talk to the artists that we work with on a daily basis. Wow. We have them come to the office. We go visit them on set, but it's a really ongoing um, relationship. It's not just about, you know, sending a box of products and hoping that somebody likes it, right. and, it and, you know, says something about it. It's really about that ongoing support and relationship and training and education. And Absolutely. And, and consistency, like if they're, if they're, you know, exclusively using your products and are, you know, consistently using them, I mean, that's what's going to make people want to actually check these products out. Exactly. And, you know, we're very, very lucky in that, you know, we've, we've transitioned over time, you know, we, we worked with makeup artists at Fashion Week, then we worked right. with editorial makeup artists, and then we started working with makeup artists in Hollywood. And so that has really built an incredible celebrity following for the brand, right. which, you know, with the rise of social media and the fact that we have a product like our, our eye under eye patches, which is our cult yes. item, that's a very visual product, yeah. you know, that all sort of came together for us. We had celebrities that were posting with a product that was visual, yeah. that you know, was sort of made for Instagram and, um, it has been really viral for us. That's amazing. um, It's been, you know, like a great journey, I think, um, and a great marketing strategy for us. Awesome. So if you had to pick your favorite product, I know it's like picking a child, but can you pick your favorite? (laughs) Um, it's really hard. I mean, it probably is a tie between the eye gels because they're so amazing and really different than any other eye mask out there. We have a very specific technology for the patches and Uh they're infused with a very special formulation. Uh Um, and you know, everybody loves that product and feels like it is a a really, um, you know, a step ahead of any, any other amazing um, product out there. But, but my other like personal favorite is our pure cloud cream. Um, that, Oh my God, it's amazing. You guys sent me that one. (laughs) Yeah. It's an amazing (laughs) texture and it's, able to moisturize without being heavy or greasy. Yes. And it has like this beautiful smell of grapefruit extracts. It's very refreshing. And I mean, I just, I cannot go a day without using that product. It makes me feel so good every morning when I put it on. It's, yes. I, I think it was actually, it may have been like two weeks ago. I was out on the boat and we were, you know, in the sun all day and my fin was, my skin felt so dry after I showered and I put that on and I'm like, this literally feels like a cloud. <laughs> like I felt yeah, so good. Exactly. exactly. And it's the only product where I actually came up with the name before I came up with the formula. I was like, who wouldn't want to put like a cloud of moisture on their face? Right. Oh my God. So what was, someone actually asked when I posted that I was in or that I was um, recording with you, someone asked, what would you say is the best thing to do for combating rosacea? She was like, my skin is always red, even when I'm a hundred percent sober. I have such a good solution for her because our antidote cooling daily lotion is really an antidote for rosacea. I have seen so many um, people, men and women use that product for rosacea and gotten really tremendous results. Um, there's, there's something about the cooling sensation in the product and the natural anti-inflammatories in that product that really help with, um, the look and the, um, sort of evolution of rosacea. So I would suggest that she try that product. There is not much out in the market that really works and really, really does. Wow. Amazing. She's going to be thrilled <laughs> to hear this. Great. And what about in terms of what's your, cause you're just skincare. Do you have ever, do you have any plans to expand into makeup? Do you have any makeup products? We don't have any no. makeup products, 
but it's definitely something we think about all the time. Yeah. And I hope to do it sometime in the future. I think, um, you know, we, I have some really fun ideas about how we can do something that would, you know, be really different um, and very skin Iceland. So I think there's a lot of opportunities for us in the future to do, you know, new categories um, and yeah. take, you know, sort of what we've done in face care and do it in other beauty categories. Right. So what would you say now is your favorite or do you have multiple favorite makeup lines like that you just feel are clean and good and that work with yeah. your with skin Iceland? Well, of course, you know, I've, I've been, you know, always sort of looking for brands that are clean yep. and healthy. And, you know, I mean, I started using Josie Moran years yeah. ago when he came out because there was nothing else. Yeah. Um, but I love, you know, I love Ilia. I love Vapor. I love Kyra Weiss. Um, Amazing. I love, I mean, there's, there's some. So you really don't use just one, like you, you, you yeah, use I, I kind of mix and match. I love RMS. Like there's some really, really nice brands out there now that are, um, you know, really competitive in terms of offering like a palette, um, and saturation that is competitive with, you know, some of the sort of more traditionally oriented brands, right? But yeah. Um, don't have a lot of the toxic chemicals in them. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, putting something with those chemicals on your lips when you're eating it all day long is uh, just so God, unhealthy. when you think about it that way, yikes. Yeah, it's really <laughs> disgusting. It's really so, dis- so are you also it, obviously clean skincare and, and beauty products in terms of your food and diet? Like, are you also all about clean eating? Yeah, I'm really kind of obsessed with it. Yeah. And I have been for years. I mean, wow. I've really been eating clean for about 20 years. Oh, wow. Um, before it became it, trendy. <laughs> yeah, way before it became trendy. Um, I want to say like 20 years ago, I went on what was then called a yeast-free diet. So like no white foods, wow. no white flour, no sugar, no alcohol, wow. um, you know, high in protein um, and low in all of those things that create inflammation in the body. And it's just like such a great diet. You wow. Know? Pine vegetables and, you know, sort of moderate fruit. But, um, you know, it's really sort of a philosophy I've lived with um, and lived by for a really, really long time. So I eat organically as much as I can. Yeah. When I, tra- I mean, I just was traveling for business earlier this week. I bring food with me. I make food at home and I oh, travel with it. That's- because, I mean, it's really hard to eat healthy when you're outside of major urban areas. Yeah. Um, and I do take a lot of supplements too, like omegas and yeah. probiotics and vitamins and things that really help sustain and um, supplement the diet. And did this all kind of like the clean, you know, when you started eating clean 20 years ago, was this all around the time that you were experiencing the stress kind of where everything shifted? Yes. I have an amazing chiropractor slash kinesiologist slash nutritionist. And so she is able to do body work on you, but also help you through supplements and um, nutritional advice. And she's the one that put me on that yeast free diet. Oh. And it really changed my life because I was dealing with really, really serious adrenal fatigue. Oh, gosh. And, um, so she was looking to like really boost my thyroid and my adrenal and, um, you know, you really, really have to, you know, again, it's like always a holistic approach. It's not just one thing, but it's, you know, it's getting the right amount of sleep, you know, drinking a lot of water, right. eating the right things, fitness and, and all everything. Of all of those things. And, you know, I, I think I was a little bit late to the meditation game, but, um, but I've started meditating in the last couple of months and that has also been really life changing for me. Oh, I'm sure I was actually going to ask you what else you do, you know, to combat stress these days. So is it, is it meditation's a big one for you? Um, fitness and meditation yeah. are really, really big for me. Um, you know, and I always come back to just like an easy, inexpensive thing, which is sleep. I mean, yeah. it, 
the baseline is sleep. So if you're sleeping five or six hours a night, it is not enough. And it's not only the quantity of sleep that you get, but it's also when you go to sleep. So let's say you, you're getting seven hours, but you're going to bed at, you know, 1am and you're getting up at 8am. That is not as efficient of a sleep as if you're going to bed at 10 o'clock and you're waking up um, you know, at 5am, let's say, um, right. it's a different kind of sleep. So because of the time of day, um, because of the time of night, like apparently or- you sleep the deepest and get the most restful sleep, um, like somewhere between 10 PM and, and midnight. Wow. Um, yeah. Which is, I learned that, you know, I don't even remember where I learned yeah. that, but, um, I think just reading along the way and researching. Um, so it's just not only, you know, the quantity, but the quality of the sleep that you get. And that really can change so much about your health. I mean, when you're not getting enough sleep, your body's also starting to release hormones like cortisol, yeah. um, which we all know contributes to stress right. and, and its effects. So, I mean, there's all kinds of things that happen in the body when we're not sleeping properly aside from just being super tired. It affects our, our, you know, our adrenals, our thyroid, um, and it's releasing hormones. So sleep is like critically important. And then, you know, layering on top of that for me, it's really, um, fitness because I don't have a way to release that stress and to, you know, create some endorphins. Um, I, it makes it really, really hard for me to process the stress. I need to just like release it and get rid of it. Yeah. And then meditation um, just as of the last few months has really been good for you. Yeah, it's really, really great. I mean, it really helps me to clear my mind. You know, I think as like we're a lot of type A type people um, like myself, where like our mind just races and we yeah. try to solve. I try to solve all my problems at bedtime. Of course. <laughs> your, like well, that, my, your mind races. Exactly. Which is like when you want to like calm the mind and clear the mind. And so it's been really, really helpful for me to do that um, before I go to bed so that I can really like slip into a restful sleep as opposed to getting in bed and like having my mind race, right. and, you know, tossing and turning in bed for an hour before I can fall asleep. Oh, it's the worst or the worst. It happened to me actually a few nights or uh, yeah, maybe last week I was sleeping. Like I went to bed pretty quickly. It was all good. And then I woke up in the middle of the night and then my mind started racing and I was like, Damn it. That's the worst. It's the worst. But I guess I could have probably like, do you use an app for meditation or what do you do? Use like Headspace or Calm or? You know what? I've used them, but I really, um, I'm really into this new meditation called um, the Har 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 Meditation. It's a prosperity um, meditation. And um, you basically do it for 40 days and it brings, you know, um, whatever, you know, prosperity means to you. Right. you know, spiritual, financial, um, and you really sort of, it helps you visualize, you know, the things that you want in your life. And you don't think about the how do I get there so much as like, what is my goal? Right. And let's universe kind of figure it out for you. Huh. And wait, is that, uh, it's, it's a type of meditation? Like you could yeah. learn about it via Google or is it like a, is yeah. there an, okay, got it. Yeah. If you like Google it, like there'll be, um, like YouTube videos that yeah. come up how to like do it. And it's really, really fabulous. Oh, interesting. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Cause the other night I was like, Oh, I was, and I was, I didn't want to turn on the TV. I didn't want to look at my phone because I knew that wouldn't help. And it was just one of those like restless. And then of course I, I feel like shit the next day. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's the worst. So when you were, and I I know they totally can go hand in hand for many, but when you were um, struggling with all your stress and the chronic stress, was anxiety a problem for you as well? 
Yeah, I mean, off and on, um, I would say, you know, they do often come hand in hand. Right. And for me, um, the anxiety comes and goes. Like, I feel it obviously more intensely um, during certain periods than others. And it doesn't always go hand in hand for me with the stress because, right. um, you know, I would say sometimes stress can be good stress too. Like, you're excited about something or you're happy about yeah. something, but you're running only miles a minute. And so, I, I would say like the anxiety doesn't always come with the happy stress, but it often will come with the negative right. stress for me. Like I, you know, I have a 12 year old daughter who yeah. had some pretty serious health issues a couple oh. of years ago. And for me, the anxiety really, really set I'm in sure. with of stress and I had terrible anxiety during that period, which was sort of unusual for me. And, um, you know, it was something that I really, you know, I think we, we do feel like we, we shouldn't, you know, like we're, um, you know, we're successful in certain parts of our lives. And by that, I mean, sort of high functioning, right? Um, you know, like we feel like we can juggle a lot and take care of a lot and be there for all the people in our life and in our business. But, you know, it's really important when you go through periods like that to reach out to family or friends Absolutely. or professionals that can help right. you. Therapists, anything. Yeah. I talk a lot about like, I, I'm obsessed with my therapist. So I talk about yeah. it a lot on like Instagram and even on the podcast. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with going to therapy. There's nothing. <laughs> wrong with it. I mean, you know, I find that kind of interesting. Like we're all so consumed with like going to exercise to make our body look great and fit. But right. Like, what if our minds are yeah. minds important as our body. Exactly. And I'm like, it's not, you know, of course therapy is not the cheapest thing in the world, but I'm like, I would, I consider this is health to me. So if I'm spending the money yeah. on the gym or if I would spend the money to go for like to the doctor, like therapist is the same thing to me. <laughs> yes, exactly. And like nobody's perfect. Like we all have work to do. Like right. life is an evolution and a journey. And, you know, we're constantly like looking for ways to be better, feel better, look better. Right. Um, and so it's all part of that journey it's all together. Right. Exactly. So do you have a pretty, like, I don't know, strict is the right way to put it, but in terms of a morning routine and an evening routine, are you pretty regimented? I know how important it is to have, you know, I don't, I'm not, I don't necessarily have a great one, but do you have a morning routine and an evening I, one? Yeah. I mean, I do pretty much have a morning and an evening routine, but also having a 12 year old and a dog yeah. can yeah. sometimes completely right. throw that out the window. Right. Um, <laughs> So I would say, you know, my morning routine is really about, um, you know, I get up in the morning and, you know, it's like very much about like keeping my environment calm right. and soothing and happy and positive. Like that's really when I'm trying to get inspired for my day. So, you know, that's when I, you know, do my shower, I do my self care I'm yeah. putting my products on my face. I'm you know, using makeup, um, and sort of waking up and feeling good. I'm eating something healthy. I'm playing with my dog, right. you know, during the year, helping my daughter get ready for school. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a pretty regimented yeah. um, morning routine. And yeah. then I would say, you know, and I, you know, and I happen to find that listening to music in the morning is like a great way to start your day because yeah. it keeps your mind really focused on something that's uplifting and positive mm -hmm. versus like if I have the TV on, like it's, can sometimes be depressing right. or have all kinds of issues that then, you know, bring on anxiety or, you know, then make me start thinking about work and all the things I have to do. So music is a really good way to start the yeah. day. I love that. Um, and then at night, I really try to have some, you know, like I said, some calm time before bed too, to like quiet the mind and quiet the body. Um, so I really like, I spend that time either, I, I don't know if you know, do you know yeah. what a, like a Pilates roller is? 
Um, wait, a Pilates roller. Like, so I'm thinking of a foam roller, but that's not what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like a foam roller. Oh, okay, okay. Yep, yep, yep. So like I try to do some exercises with my foam roller, yeah. some stretching, and then I do my meditation. Um, and I find that is really great part of my whole nighttime routine to sort of like wind down. down before I go to sleep. I love that. So my, the last part of the podcast, I always do this rapid fire round, which is just like some fun questions. But before getting into that, what advice, because then they're all really like fun questions. What advice would you give to your younger self? Oh, um, I would tell my younger self, be confident, be bold. Don't be afraid to take chances and take risks and just know that you've got this. Oh, I love that. Everyone should tell themselves that. I love that. Um, Okay, some fun ones. So if someone played you in a movie, who would it be? Oh, um, Deanna Miller. Yes, I'd love seeing. No one's ever said that, actually. I'd love that. And what would, not the title, either the title or the premise of the movie be? Would it be your life story or... Mm-hmm. I think it would be, yeah, like the journey of a female entrepreneur. Oh, I love that. Sienna Miller could do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you could have drinks or tea or coffee or lunch or uh, any sort of meal with anyone living or dead, who would it be? Oh, that's such a good question. I love that question. <laughs> oh, I would say Michelle Obama. I'm, oh, I'm reading, yes. I'm reading her book right now and I'm just in awe. I hear, I can't believe I still haven't read it. I hear it's incredible. It's so good. She's just so inspiring, but I like, she's inspiring because she's so real too. She's like, you know, having a conversation with your girlfriend and you're like, she can do it. Like I I should be able to do it too. Right, right, right. Oh, I love that. Okay. Yeah. I would love to hang out with her. (laughs) I'm down. Um, Okay. If there was a plane, an airplane right outside where you are right now, where would you want it to take you in the world? Uh to the Maldives. Oh, yes. And if you could only bring three things, not fa- like families there, you know, pets, whatever, everything's there. But in terms of things, what would they be? Things. Um, well, my pure cloud cream. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I know. <laughs> um, I'd have to bring, you know, my, my, my supplements yep. and, and my phone. Oh yeah, I know. Everyone says either phone or iPad. I'm like, yeah, of course. How sad is that? <laughs> Please. I'm like addicted to my phone. I actually took an Instagram hiatus, if you will, a few weeks ago for a week. I didn't go on Instagram. It was, it was actually really nice. <laughs> that was amazing. But I feel like at least with my phone, I have my book, I yes. have my, you know, communication, my email so I can communicate with anybody. My, you know, I can call anybody. Right. Like I it's can, very, it, it does a lot of things. <laughs> right. Like it helps with a lot. I can pay for stuff. Like yes. That's a lot. Of yes, exactly. Um, who's your celebrity crush? Oh, um, oh God. Um, my celebrity crush is, um, oh my God, I'm like having a senior moment. Um, <laughs> oh my or like a movie they were in or like, you know, <laughs> um, oh my God. He, you know, he's in, um, um, Oh my gosh, we're going to have to circle back to this. Yeah, we can circle back. If you think of it, let me know. (laughs) Um, Your last meal on earth, what would it be? Oh, um, it would have to be, um, oh my gosh. (laughs) There's a restaurant in New York called The Grill and they have this pasta that that has like this special sauce and it's like the best dish on earth. Um, So it would have to be that and some... Uh, I would say in a chocolate souffle. 
I'm oh, yeah, <laughs> that sounds so good. And I'm obsessed with pasta. Oh. So now I want to go to the grill. <laughs> uh, oh, Hugh, ja- Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Oh, Hugh Jackman. Yeah. yeah, totally. Okay. Celebrity crush, Hugh Jackman. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> what um, yeah. motto or quote, what motto or quote do you try to live by every day or remind yourself of, you know, as much as possible? Yes. Never, ever, ever, ever give up. Oh, I love that. Does does that go back? Like when you were starting your business, you know, 15 years ago, were there times where you're like, this isn't going to work and just like got down on it? Um, there were times where I felt like, um, things looked bleak, but my attitude was always like, this is not going to fail. I don't know right. how I'm going to make it, but it, I'm going to make it. I lo- And so it's that goes, so you just always told yourself, don't give up. Like this is going to happen. Failure is not an option. It's not an option. I love that. Yesterday, um, someone I interviewed, they had said, what was theirs? It was like, it's kind of similar to yours. Like everything is figure outable. Like you'll, you'll find a way you're going to find a way. <laughs> exactly. It's like, and, and it's very interesting, like what you put out into the universe, right? Like there's a real difference between, oh, I don't want to fail or I'm going to fail versus failure is not an option. Yes. Yeah, you're right. And so I'm very, are you all about manifestation and, you know, the power of positive things? Yes, me too. And like more lately than ever, I feel I'm just, if you say it, like, I'm not saying like, I'm going to have a million dollars tonight. It's going to happen. Like, but it's still like, whatever you put out there, you're going to get back tenfold. Right. Totally. Right. Like not to be freaky deaky, but you know, um, I, I'm really into the book E squared. Okay. um, basically the whole premise is what you're saying, like that manifestation, you visualize something and you put it in your head. And I feel like it's not like, oh, the stars are going to align and give it to you. But it's more like when it's in your head, you make certain choices and you take certain pathways because of that, that image or that, that um, goal that you have in your mind. And so it, it directs you towards that goal versus just, you know, kind of flailing all over the place. Right. Because it's, of course, like, what is it the mind, you know, it's easier for the mind to go to the negative than the positive most of the time. Yeah. But yeah, if if that's how you're going to think, then that's the life you're going to have, right? Like that's, right. I firmly believe in that. <laughs> right. Like we say, there's a lot of coincidences, but there's like no real coincidences right. in life. No. Right. Right. I firmly believe in that. Um, yeah. Oh, this is so fun. I don't want this to end. Okay. Before we totally wrap up, tell everyone where they can follow you. You, you know, personally, if you have people follow yeah. you on Instagram and your business, everything. Sure. So on Instagram, um, at Sarah Skin, it's Sarah with an H and skin spelled S-K-Y-N. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, Skin Iceland also is on Instagram as Skin Iceland. Yep. And then website, is it just skiniceland.com? Yep, skiniceland.com. Skiniceland.com, amazing. So everyone should follow. Thank you so much for doing this. This was fun. Thank you. I had the best time. It was really fun. I know, it was so fun. Okay, so thank you all so much for listening. Thank you again, Sarah, for being here. As always, you can follow me at Lauren 14 and I'll talk to you very soon. Bye-bye.